Part 2 The Five Steps of Spiritual Abundance Chapter 6 Know What You're Passionate About Now that we've explored what spiritual abundance is, it's time to explore the principles that allow us to live it. From one point of view, the ultimate principle of spiritual abundance is well known. It's just not lived very often. If you want to live a life of spiritual abundance, you need to live your passion. How many people haven't heard that already, right? But wait, it's not that simple. Even though we've all heard it before, we might not have thought about it deeply enough to know what it really means. All of the principles we're about to discuss boil down to this one. Live your passion. But before you can live your passion, you have to know what you're passionate about. This may sound too obvious to be significant, but don't tune out yet. There's more to it than you might imagine. You see, we often have a lot of ideas about what our passions are, and often they don't turn out to be what we're authentically passionate about at all. The first principle of spiritual abundance is discovering what you're truly passionate about. You probably already know what it is. It is probably something that you already love to spend time doing, but have marginalized to some small corner of your life. Whatever that is, whatever you love to do the most, you need to consider what your life would look like if that was the main thing you were involved with every day. I realize that you might object and say this couldn't be the main focus of your life because you could never make a living like that. My experience tells me that if you want to live a life of spiritual abundance, you'll have to take the risk of putting the thing that you love the most at the very center of your life. Chapter 7 Only Abundance Creates Abundance The second principle of spiritual abundance is more subtle and profound than the first. It is simply the fact that the only thing that can generate abundance is abundance. The principal recipe for abundance is that abundance leads to more abundance, and nothing else does. We often mistakenly think that we can use something else to generate abundance. We try using effort or willpower to get abundance, but in the end, you always get more of what you're giving. So if you're making effort to be abundant, you don't get abundance. You get the opportunity to make more effort. Thinking in terms of doing something now to get something later is the essence of lack because it's rooted in the idea that something is missing now that you imagine you'll get later. Anything you do now to become abundant later reinforces the experience of lacking now. There is nothing you can do now to become abundant later that won't reinforce the exact experience of lack you're trying to get away from. To be abundant, you must find a way to be abundant in your life exactly the way it is now. If you can't live abundance in the life you're living right now, you won't be able to find abundance anywhere. There is nothing that can make your life abundant. Abundance isn't about wealth or accumulation. Abundance isn't about having anything. It is a shift in our relationship to being alive in the first place. I've worked with people who earn a great deal of money and have a lot of things, but are still living with a debilitating sense of lack and scarcity. They're living in lack with a lot of money. You can live in lack with a lot of money just as easily as you can live in lack with none. 
You can live in lack in any lifestyle you want. Lack is not something that happens to you because of circumstance. It's a habitual way of relating to life as a whole. As we've already discussed, to live abundance, you have to break the habit of being in lack and develop a habit of living in abundance. If you do this, nothing in your life will need to change because you'll be living in abundance already. Everything will already be fine and, as a result, everything will change because an abundant spirit is incredibly attractive. Not just to people, but to everything. Abundance leads to more abundance. That's the way it works. Chapter 8. Abundance only happens now. The third principle of spiritual abundance is that it can only be lived right now in the life you're already in the middle of. If you're living abundance now, you will inevitably attract more abundance because you always get more of what you already have. If you're living in lack, trying to become abundant, you're going to end up living in more lack, trying even harder to become abundant. I've seen people spend decades of their lives constantly thinking they're going to get out of lack by doing the next thing, only to find that the next thing doesn't change the picture at all. They keep going year after year. And just like any habit, if you develop a momentum of lack, it becomes harder and harder to break it, no matter how much you achieve or accumulate. The best thing you can do if you want to live abundance is stop trying to live abundance and start living abundance right now, exactly the way things are. Find a way to shift into a sense of dramatic abundance and appreciation for the life you are already living. Of course, it's easy to say all we need to do is be abundant now, but there's always a big part of us that consciously and unconsciously is going to complain. You just can't be abundant. That just doesn't make sense. How is that ever going to work? You're just pretending to be abundant. You can't just turn abundance on. Something needs to change first. This kind of thinking keeps us stuck in a life in which we never feel like we've made it. There is always one more thing that needs to change before we can be happy with the life we're living. Can you move past the belief that abundance isn't possible for you right now? If you think abundance is only possible later, even if you really believe in the possibility of abundance and are sure you will have it after just one more change, abundance will remain out of reach. That's because believing that abundance will come later simultaneously means believing that abundance isn't possible now. And that will never change. There will always be a later. There will always be something else to do. There will always be another tweak to make in your life. Chapter 9. The life you are living is already the life of your dreams. The fourth principle of spiritual abundance asks us to focus on the aspects of our life that are already full, because our life always feels full if that is where we put our attention. Someone recently gave me one of the greatest compliments I ever received. She started by sharing a powerful way of understanding abundance. To her, living an abundant life should result in being able to do what you want, when you want, with who you want, for the reasons you want. Then she told me that I was the only person she'd met who was actually living it. Her comment really touched me, and I wondered, am I really living that? As I thought about it, I realized that I really was. I earn a living doing something I love. I travel to wonderful places and lead retreats, workshops, and courses full of amazing people, and I keep learning and growing all the time. 
Over time, your dedication to what you love will transform your life in ways that allow you to spend more and more of your time doing what you are most passionate about. It's inevitable. But you have to remember that this book isn't about creating the life of your dreams. It's about discovering how the life you're living right now is already the life of your dreams. Ever since I first started living my passion, my life has felt entirely full. Even during years when I was strapped with debt and had to work hard doing things that I didn't really love just to support myself. The reason my life felt totally full was because I was more focused on the time I spent doing what I loved than on what I had to do to support it. I was already living the life of my dreams. And here's the point. You can always look at your problems and the challenges you face. There are always going to be things that aren't working and time you must spend doing things you might not want to do. None of that makes your life any less abundant because life is always full as long as you pay attention to the fullness. Realizing the fullness of life is what true abundance is. My story is a good example of the shift into abundance because I didn't start out this way. Like most people, I was insecure and afraid a great deal of the time. It wasn't until I devoted my life to spiritual pursuit, the thing I was most passionate about, that things started changing dramatically for me. At that point, I didn't care about being abundant. All I wanted to do was to meditate and explore spiritual ideas. I didn't care about money or possessions. I didn't worry about all the work it took to support myself. I felt totally full working hard and having very little because I was pursuing my passion with all my heart. I was abundant in the life I was living. I was living the life of my dreams. And over time, the abundance that I was living attracted even more abundance. Chapter 10. Do what you love because you love doing it. The fifth principle of spiritual abundance is to forget about spiritual abundance and literally just do what you love. I believe that the reason my life has been so full and abundant is because I was so totally devoted to pursuing what I loved the most. I wasn't doing it for any other reason than because I loved it. It wasn't a means to some other end for me. It was what I loved. And it still is what I love and what my life is all about. I am still living my passion. I remember a book called Do What You Love and the Money Will Follow. To be honest, I've never read the book, but I now realize there was something that I would have added to the cover. You see, in my opinion, that beautiful book title should have had a subtitle that read, but only if you're not doing it for the money. Because if you're doing it for the money, you're not really doing what you love. You're using what you love to make money, and there's a big difference. The first principle of spiritual abundance isn't use your passion to get what you want. It's live your passion. Don't delay. Don't wait. If you live your passion throughout your entire life, how can that not possibly work out for the best? When you're living your passion, your entire life starts to align with what you're passionate about. And isn't that what we want? Isn't spiritual abundance about living a life that is centered on what we're truly passionate about? My own life has included years of struggle, including many episodes of mounting debt. I'd get out of debt and go into more debt because every time I made money, I used it to pursue more of what I was passionate about. And I really didn't care that I was in debt because I was doing what I loved. 
In a mysterious way, there was a momentum building during that time that now carries my life abundantly forward. For any of you that are at a point where you're feeling the challenge and the struggle, I want you to know that I know there are times when the whole thing feels like a rock you have to push uphill. And the problem with pushing a rock uphill is that if you're not actively pushing it up, then it's rolling back down on you. Pushing uphill requires constant effort. But if you're doing what you love, it won't feel like effort because you're doing what you love. And then at some point, you start feeling the rock level off. You're not going uphill anymore. It's easier to push. So now you can rest a little if you want. And then you realize that your life is starting to move without your needing to push it at all. It starts to move out of your hands. Your abundance and your success are happening on their own, and you're almost having to run to catch up. That is what happens in a life of abundance. But of course, you were already doing what you loved, so life was already full anyway. Once you realize that true abundance is possible right now, you won't want anyone to live any other way.